Hello, and welcome back to XP Waste, where our good friend Scape quite literally just got 99 runecrafting. Congratulations, King. Hi, I'm Oxy. And I am Michael. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much for choosing XP Waste so that we can fill your ear holes with RuneScape-related audio or your eye holes if you're on YouTube. But um, yeah, thanks for joining. We hope that you can stick around. And if you're not new here, and this is not your first week, you know that what I just said isn't weird. So <laughs> how are you doing, Oxy? I, I think of everybody listening, I have the most experience here. That was still a little weird. Be <laughs> that was still a little weird, I'm going to be honest. I did say ear holes uh, uh, one of the weeks that you were gone. So like you were on vacation or something, and I... I said something about ear holes with scape and i think that's why i don't think it's weird anyway <laughs> welcome back to xp ways everyone welcome back <laughs> how how's your week been michael what what's the what's the in-game progress look like 411 on me is i am i'm closing in on 96 runecrafting and i i did the math and i hate doing math because it's just depressing but like i'm still like 90 hours from 99 nearing 96 so i've got just over 3 million xp to go so we're i'm not gonna i'm really 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 gonna try and get this by the time bingo starts but i also start work again tomorrow so as this is record like as we're recording this i start on monday uh and i haven't gone to work since mid mid to late june paternity leave for the win been, dude, this is the longest like I've not worked a job since I was 15. And it's Damn. pretty, pretty awesome. But uh, I have to go back to work. You know, that's how paternity leave works. No more that games. That be how adulting works. Adulting, yeah. More so adulting. But I mean, it's not to say you won't get games, right? Like, runecrafting, other than like your traditional gathering skills, Runecrafting is one of the most AFK skills in the game. It is. Especially at the, the Blood and the Soul altar. Oh my god. It's so nice. <laughs> so nice. I just I say um, more so because I'm not going to be at home, you know, 16 hours a day, able to sit in front of the TV with my iPad. Like, I've got to work a job 40 hours a week now, and on the days off, I'm going to have more responsibilities because my free time just got cut and cut by a huge margin, but yeah. Such is life, Oxy. That that is a mood. Uh, but I've had a great week so far. I mean, um, nothing crazy happened. I don't think. I've been ninety five runecrafting all week, so that's been something. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this question. <laughs> Feel feeling great. You could tell he wasn't prepared because he's done one thing the entire Oops. week. We've been asking him to do content, and he's like. Is it in Zaya? We're like, Michael, you're 4,500 hours deep on the account. Do you think Bandos is in Zaya? He's like, all right, so if it's not in Zaya, I can't go. I'm Zaya locked. Specifically, Dense Essence locked. Yep. I'm like, go away, Michael. Stop. I'm Arceus locked. I was Zaya locked before. I was going to be, I was like, I told myself I would break away and do raids, but I really just got to grind for this 99 to get it over with. And then maybe I'll take like, you know, oh, I am going to take a break. It's going to be bingo season. So I'm yeah. going to be taking a break soon. Bingo season, baby. <laughs> I'm so excited. 
I love Bingo season. If I have to stop and turn around, it's because B is losing her mind. The door is open. Oh, I'm no. at my house by myself. Oh, okay. But because B can't like lay, so, let me let me give you a little tour here. Okay, we're moving people. So that's my door, uh-huh. right? The little, but the dresser's in the way. So B likes to stand or sit rather on that corner there and stare. And because the dresser blocks that, she can't see me. <laughs> and because she can't see me, she thinks I've just like straight up disappeared. <laughs> and we'll be like, recently she's been howling literally like i don't own a dog i don't live by other dogs but she is going crazy so at some point she'll probably run in yeah i I don't i don't know i don't know i feel like i need to get a second cat at some point but it's just not in the cards right now i should have gotten a second cat a few months ago and i had a little bit more free time yeah but I just couldn't find one that I was happy with because, like, B needs a bit more of, like, she needs a cat that's around her age Mm -hmm. because she's so energetic that, like, an old cat is not going to do well with her. And I don't think a kitten is a good choice. Not that she would be bad with a kitten. I don't want to deal with another kitten. I can't. I can't do that right now. (laughs) I love B to death. Like I said, she was the best decision I made in quarantine, but, like, holy shit. Taking care of a of a new kitten is stressful. Is stressful. That's how I feel about like I love my baby and I would never give him up. But I'm not ready for a second baby because I'm still <laughs> learning and, and doing it with the with him. So it's going to take a minute for us to be like, okay, we could do this again. We could start over on a second yeah. one. I would. I would also want to wait quite a bit of time. But my week in RuneScape. What have I been doing? Getting my ass cheeks clapped at the corrupted gauntlet. Uh, I think I checked today. I am, I'm up to twenty KC, which is hype. Yeah. I'm also up to fifty nine deaths. Oh man! In the corrupted gauntlet. Um. So that's not been infuriating at all. Um. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Otherwise, we've been we've been good. We've been chilling. We've uh, we've done a lot of gauntlet and a lot of clue scrolls. That's I feel like that's been my whole week is gauntlet and clue scrolls. I had a bit of a fun day yesterday. I got to show off some bosses um, to some people who hadn't done bossing. Uh, we uh, Somebody in, in VC was like, show me Zalra. And I'm like, okay. So I brought my Zalra set up. And then I'm like, but you don't have this set up. So I'm going to go in what you realistically would want to bring. And I got a kill in like, in the same kind of like shit, not like shit gear, but very similar to what I got my first Zalra kill in. But I realized, like, halfway... Not halfway through the kill. After the kill was over, I was praying Rigor and Augury. Which, back when I got my first Zalra kill, I couldn't afford Rigor. <laughs> so, it actually does make quite a bit of difference. Um, Scuffed. Rings of Recoil at Zalra are the worst. It, yeah. I, I haven't used a Ring of Recoil at Zalra because I've had a suffering. For well over a year at this point. Right. Have, oh my god and it holds I thousands can't. of charges so you just never have it to has think like about 80, it Eighty thousand charges left i don't even know how many rings of recoil i put in that thing but it's just been i had to do a ring of recoil switch mid kill <laughs> like oh, what <laughs> ring it of was... suffering has dramatically changed the meta on certain things like that because i mean even efficient zora killers before the ring of suffering they were bringing rings of recoil 
and you have no mm-hmm. damage boost or anything from that. So that was pretty OP for them to bring that into the game, which I think is awesome. Yeah, I think Czar came out before Monkey Madness too. I think. It had to have. Because I remember that I, being a, a huge thing. It's like, oh wow, now we can put now we can put recoils in this ring. But again, we don't fact check ourselves. We got fact checked last time. Apparently, I don't know if you knew this, Oxy, but apparently I got roasted because a bludgeon is the same tick speed as a scimitar. And I said, oh, don't bring a bludgeon because it's slower than a scimitar. They're both like four tick or five tick. I don't even know. I just, I just let that one slide. Oxy, I got roasted. Don't let those slide. <laughs> because cause most weapons like that aren't, aren't much different in speed. Like, I think Warhammers are five tick. I think the Elder Maul is like seven tick. I think the Darox Great Axe is like eight or nine tick. But, like, the bludgeon, the hosta, the cudgel, those are all still four-tick weapons. Yeah, thanks, Oxy. <laughs> Although the chally, the chally is eight-tick, which is annoying. That's why it takes forever between swings when you're at Corp or Theater of Blood. That's true. I did know that, okay? Well, yeah. But, yeah, we don't fact-check ourselves here, people. Sometimes we, we, we do, really don't. Just we really don't. Fact-check yourselves, please. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes we fact check ourselves while we're editing the show, like we have for That's the last true. couple of last couple of weeks. Like Michael and I will just add little like editor interjections to each episode and be like, "Hey, remember what I said? That's <laughs> wrong. Don't listen to me." Um. So yeah, if if we if we say something that's wrong, sorry. Anyways, uh, <laughs> um, I, I had another point. And I, I completely forgot it. So it must not be that important. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Michael, what are we talking about this week? So we don't really have a defined, uh, a defined topic in the sense that like, oh, we're going to talk about this. But you probably read the title already, so you know it's coming. But we kind of just want to build off of our episode about the mid game. And my thought was, why not just survive the mid game when you can thrive in the mid game? So... That's kind of the thought I had going into this and just wanted to throw some things at you guys to help you thrive in your mid-game. Yeah. Michael pitched me this idea this morning. I've had a very busy morning with like school and family things. He pitched me this idea and I was like, what mid-game? And I'm like, oh my God, I record a podcast. I've been out of it today for, (laughs) for like a bunch of different like personal things. I'm going home very soon. So like, we're going to run about, and I'm like, all right, sick. Michael, take the lead on this one. And he kind of broke it down what he wanted to talk about. Got it on my phone. It, it, it kind of sounds like we're just repeating the mid-game episode. We promise that's not what this episode's going to be. And we promise we're not only going to talk about this topic. Nothing has happened in the last couple of yeah, weeks true. in RuneScape. Dead Man Mode came out, and updates have been minimal to the main game, which is understandable. We're not complaining about that. Um, they, I think this week they like made some adjustments to the sigils, which like, if you haven't seen what the old sigils were like, go watch Torvesta's newest video about that because it is ridiculous. You can like stack two sigils. I think it was like Rampage and Aggression before the update. And one of them, every time you switch styles, you get an increase uh, damage and accuracy boost up to 25%. And then... The other one, while under the effect of the sigil, 
you did like 30% more damage to people who had the same sigil. Oh gosh. While like getting another perk. So you can max out with a VLS at like 128. Oh my gosh. And you can only have 121 hit points. So like Darox, I think Solo Mission tweeted it. Darox is like a one fit, or it was a one fifty one max hit. Oh my goodness! You could like one hit kill people from over full HP. They have since nerfed that, so you can't use those two sigils together. And they've nerfed the other sigils just a little bit, so they're not extremely overpowered. Um, but they're still pretty cool. Yeah. Main game, we got uh, a Slayer helmet function update. We got the ability to pet some dogs. And they added an amethyst mine. I, honest to God, don't think anything else of substance was added in this <laughs> week's game update. So if it sounds like we're just repeating an episode from a few weeks ago, we apologize. We promise it's not going to be that. Um, we are going to talk a little bit about untradeables like we did, but it's going to be a little bit of a different perspective on them, so to speak. Right. Um, I do remember saying so- in that episode, like we would, try to expand on these later on because uh, you can't fit everything you want to talk about about the mid game in an hour and a half. So it's a topic that I think deserves a second look because from what I can tell, a lot of people that listen to this podcast are either in the mid game about to be out of the mid game. Like they're, they're just like they're at towards the cusp of the end of it or uh, they're just coming back to the game. So they want a good head start on what the mid game looks like. Like not to say that we don't have people who are at endgame, but I think everybody can can like learn from what we're talking about. So to start us off, I think the biggest thing that I wanted to touch on was untradeables and the importance of getting them, you know, relatively soon, when you're ready. There's I can count at least on one or two hands the amount of people in the TNL Discord that have been saying that like a fire cape, fighter's torso, and barrow's gloves are their goals right now. So I wanted to, to kind of have a little fun with this and kind of recount some of our experiences getting those. I, I'm a little farther removed from that because I think I got my fire cape in like 2016. So it's been like five years. But Oxy just started this game pretty recently within the last couple of years and got his fire cape what last year? Uh god. I think it would have been like last 2019 or 2020? It would have been 2020. But I think it would have been after my quest cape, I think. I think it was because there was like a month period where it was like Bluff, Galvec, Seren, Chad, Zolra. And, like, that was the order I had to learn all these new bosses. In. Mm-hmm. We'll, pro- we'll throw Vanstrom in there, too, because Vanstrom was very difficult when I first did that. Mm-hmm. Since the Father was hard as f- that boss fight, because I had, like, a Zami cape, and I was using, like, I want to say, like, dragon plate legs with my fighter torso. Yeah. It was so bad. It was so bad, <laughs> dude. It was so bad. But, uh, yeah, getting. Getting some of my first untradeables was an experience. Uh, and we're going to talk about, me in particular, I'm going to be talking about firsts that are a little bit past the mid-game as well. Mm-hmm. First Zalra, first Raid, 
uh, first time doing TOB, even if it was in leagues, like the first time doing things is always like a very important thing to like understand, I suppose. My first fire cape was a shit show. <laughs> I I don't even remember what gear I was wearing. I think it was like Varax skirt, Varax helm, a blessed dehyde top, a blowpipe with adamant darts because I couldn't afford rune and God forbid dragon. Um, and I brought a holy wrench with me to get the extra prayer points because it was hype to have the extra prayer points. Yeah, and then. Oh, God. It took me, like, seven attempts. So, if you guys have ever come by my stream, there's a timer that goes off every, like, 30 or 40 minutes. And it says, <laughs> Oxy, check your scales. Um, and that's because on my, like, first legit Jad run, I got to wave... God, I think... I don't know if I talked about it in, like, one of the more recent episodes. I got to wave, like, 59, maybe? And it was like, your blowpipe has 1% of scales left. And I was like, oh my god, you gotta be kidding. I had like 130 scales. And I got to like the wave right before the double melayers. And I completely ran out of scales and was like kicking the major to death and died right there. And like I had a good amount of supplies and I probably could have made it to Jad. Um, but I just ran out of scales. Right, how are you going to kill the Jad next... at that point then? The next five or six attempts were failures at Jad. And some were just so painfully close. Like, I think the worst one, I got Jad within 13 hit points. Oh, gosh. And instead of praying, I went to go drink a Sarah brew because the healers were on me. And with 13 hit points left, I got hit for like an 80 <sighs> and died. And it was the most, like devastating moment that hurt so bad because i had done i had done i think three jad runs prior all live on stream and it was like four in the morning at that point and i failed that last jad run with so much left there's a video of my first fire cape <laughs> i decided you know what would be fun if i made a super dramatic youtube video about my experience with jad and it's hella dramatic. I think it's really funny. And it showcases, like, I guess in detail what it was like to struggle through that. That kill, I, like, hardly even react. Just, like, it's, like, the last bit of life just, like, leaks out of my soul in this one really, like, depressed sigh. Yeah. And that's, like, all I can muster because I was, like, are you kidding me? I was so close. No. Like, and I could have, in hindsight... I ride the Corrupted Gauntlet on, like, 20 HP. Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit anymore. But, like, back then, I didn't think that I could tank the healers with half hit points. Oh, gosh. Because I thought they would all just, like, hit me 10 for 10 for 10. Yeah. Again, nowadays, I recognize that that's a bit ridiculous. That, like, I definitely could have just kept DPSing Chad. But my first time I actually killed him, uh, before I went in... This always makes me smile for some reason. Before I went in, one of our old friends at the time, her name was Link, uh, she demanded that I take at dragon darts for Jad. People have been telling me forever, like, bring dragon darts to Jad because it'll make it so much easier. Even 50 with, an, uh, like, an accumulator, mm -hmm. you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. I brought the dragon darts and I'm like, all right, fine, whatever, I'll take them. I don't care. It was wave 62. I had, 
like I had done my prep. I had off the last healer, like the bright orange one where Jad spawns. Mm-hmm. And I unequipped my blowpipe and I went to put the dragon darts in. And it said, you cannot put po- poisoned darts into your b- blowpipe oh, as the poisons no. would counteract each other. She oh, gave no. me dragon darts P++, which I don't think either one of us knew that, that was a thing. So she gave me darts I couldn't use, and this major was, like, dying from poison ticks. Oh, gosh. Um, so, like, my time was running out. I'm like, I guess I'm just gonna have to use Adam and darts, Send man. It. Whatever. I'm like, here we go. And that was the most intense, like, hour of my life. At least it felt like an hour trying to kill Jad. Yeah. Um, in the video, it's so funny. I, before every Jad kill, I had gone from... This is going to be fun for the YouTube folks. I had gone from this screen right here where like I do RuneScape. You can see what I do during the podcast. It's it's super lit to this screen where it was a variant of this screen where I kind of just like talk to viewers. I'm like, all right, guys, thank you all for being here with me. This has been super hype. This has been like super intense. I'm glad you guys are all here. Let's attempt Jad for the third, fourth, fifth, whatever time. I didn't change off of this screen because I was so nervous. <laughs> I forgot. So the entire video is me, like, laser-focused. Yeah, for you audio listeners, he's, like, he's got his just chatting screen, essentially. And he forgot to switch back to his screen with the cameras tiny to where his screen with his cameras huge and his game is tiny. Oh, man. Classic Oxy. <laughs> Honestly, it, it really was. And, and editing that video to like zoom in on just this tiny little runescape <laughs> window was horrible the quality of the jad kill in the video is it's like 240p because i had to zoom oh. in on this tiny little screen that's hilarious um, so yeah that's where that's how my first jad kill went i was literally shaking when it came time to like actually kill the boss and Again, like I've done a lot more difficult things than Jad at this point. Because actually, there was a running joke today that we're gonna have a uh, a Jad tutorial training camp in VC at some point today, but I don't think anybody hopped in. Um, because now that we have the Tuzrek whoever's challenges, we can just like show off Jad. Oh yeah, so people can like learn it watching us, which I'm super excited about. But I don't think I would have been able to make it anyway, and people just like weren't there, mm. which again is fine. I killed all the healers, and I was, like, screaming. I'm like, it's just you and me, mother Bring it! Like, I was... I was so freaked out the first time I killed Jad. And I, I was literally, like, shaking after I got it. Like, my hands were, like, visibly like this. Because, like, the Jad clicks are real. And again, Jad's not that hard. Oh, yeah, no, it's... You click once every, like, five seconds on one of two different things. <laughs> And that's it. And that's it's, the whole boss. It's very predictable too. It's not. It's not like it's back and forth. But you just listen for the cues, or you watch for the cues, and it's there. Sometimes you don't even have to switch prayers every time. Sometimes he does two range hits in a row, or two mage hits in a row, or like five range hits yeah, in a row, and you say, don't have to do anything. Yeah, you can just, just sit there just and kill shoot the boss. Him. You can do it with one hand like, tied behind your back now. <laughs> exactly. Like it's not. It's really not a difficult encounter. But I think what what stresses people what stressed me out about that in particular is there's a lot of pressure that goes into it because it's not like zalra which i'm sure i'll get into in a bit Mm -hmm. 
uh, where when you die, you just go right back in and fight Zalra. You know, like, you're just like, all right, whatever, get me back on the boat, we'll go die to the snake again. You gotta go through 62 waves of enemies, which, if you're doing it for your first time, you're probably safe spotting. Mm-hmm. Which takes anywhere from, like, 60 to 90 minutes to safe spot all the enemies. And it sucks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you die immediately after, like, an hour and a half in the fight caves when you finally get to dead. It sucks. So, the pressure is definitely real. And it's still, like, even felt by me. Because, like, at this point, I go for, like, speedrun times. Like, I'm pushing a sub-30 jab (laughs) next time I get a jab task. Uh, But I don't have a T-bow or anything like that, so we'll see. but even when I'm like running around chasing spawns, killing whatever, that moment when it says, Look out, here comes to talk Jad, even then I'm like <laughs> literally every single time. Doesn't matter. So Jad Jad's hard. Jad's fun, but it's hard. What so you said you got yours in like twenty sixteen? So I have a I have a very embarrassing confession that I hope oh no one don't tell anyone if you're listening, just don't tell anyone because I was a little I was a little bitch <laughs> in 2016 i already know what you're gonna say and i don't even know it and i had two friends that played this game one of them offered to get my fire cape for me and i let him do it so i didn't even get my first fire cape i don't even think i attempted to get my first fire cape he's like i've done it like 60 times just let me do it for you i was like okay sweet man he told me what to like train for and what to buy and like i got all this stuff to get it but when it came down to it, I logged back into my account and I had a fire cape. So there's only six completions on this account and I've done like four or five of them. And again, it hasn't been since like 2016 because anytime I got a Slayer task to kill Jad, I'm like, no, I'm just going to skip that. We're just skip that one. It wasn't until Jad like... tasks are so nice to skip because you just like, you can walk in walk and out in and of out. the arena yeah. and you get a free skip. It's so nice. That's, that's kind of like okay, this is an easy skip. I don't have 45 minutes to an hour to waste trying to do this task. But the most recent cape that I got was done by me. And it was like two months ago. And I actually had a lot of fun doing it. I was nervous as I'll get out. And I'm like, I've got the wiki open. I've got the the fight caves plugin, which it tells me on RuneLight, where it tells you like what wave you're on and what wave's coming up next. And then when I got to Jad, I was like, like, really close to the screen looking like is that a range hit okay no that's mage uh, switch <laughs> uh i did and it michael's max combat with a twisted bow <laughs> so, yeah like... so it, it's still <laughs> i'm not i'm not as versed as i should be but that's one of my goals is to really like learn the waves learn the rotations so that i can be just that much more comfortable with in inferno i have been told like fight caves knowledge doesn't translate to inferno knowledge but I just want to, that's a goal that I want to have is like, just get more comfortable with the fight caves so then I can take that comfort and translate it to now I'm uncomfortable in the Inferno. Because how are you going to be good at, like, how are you going to go for your Inferno cape if you're scared of Jad? Like, that's not a thing. But I'm sorry. I apologize to all you listeners out there having to get your first cape because I think a lot of the stuff on my account back when in like 2016 when i didn't have a conscience uh a lot of this stuff was just like easy escape because i had my friend do it for me like he did all my hard quests for me too like he did dragon slayer 2 i don't think i've told you that oxy i didn't do dragon slayer 2 on my account because he's oh like i'll just do it for God. you 
Uh, we are going to be in VC roasting your whole ass when group iron man comes out that's fine because we're gonna make you do this shit not like on your own but like we're gonna be like oh no you got you got your own login information you gotta do this quest too yeah, we're gonna be like spectating i'm actually i'm like that i'm ready for a fresh start with group iron man to be able to do it with you guys is gonna be great but to be able to do all of this content uh for the first time some of it for the first time is gonna be is gonna be fun that's kind of what was alluring when I was doing my Iron Man series, it's like a lot of this stuff I haven't done in years and or haven't done it myself. So mm-hmm. to have the feeling of having a like a newbie account and going for your first fire cape with a rune crossbow and it's just going to be fun. I think it'll be great. But yeah, yeah I, uh... I, I told you earlier, like I'm not going to be able to contribute to much of this conversation when it comes to this kind of stuff because, you know, I'm going to get roasted for it. I mean, I don't think you'll get roasted for it. I mean, I think, like, yeah, get your own fire cape. But it was also, like, five or six years ago. So, you know, people change. What I will say is you're, like, how, you know, a fight cave's knowledge doesn't transfer the Inferno. From what I know of the Inferno, no. No, it doesn't. I think if you want to prep for the Inferno and can do other PVM, Theater of Blood, Corrupted Gauntlet, those two for sure, because you get pathing. Um, and environmental things, and then weird things like knowing when to like switch prayers. So God Wars Dungeon is really good for that because you can flick all the minions, and you can. It's a really good way to practice prayer flicking in a dangerous situation that's not super punishing. Right, <laughs> like missing a flick at General Gardor on the minions is probably not gonna get you killed, but it will give you a good basis of like all right i'm confident that i can do this and you take that into the inferno. right i'm gonna have to solo you know? some bosses is what <laughs> is what i'm hearing uh either solo them or just do them more like do the normal gauntlet 50 times oh i plan on doing I know, 100%. i plan yeah on doing like you'll and you'll get the idea of like pathing down a little bit better once we take you through some tobs not story modes like actual tobs you'll get better at pathing because you'll have to mm-hmm. uh, for like notably the soda stagmates and things like that. Oh, yeah. And then that'll, those skills will carry over to the Inferno, like everything else. But again, you know, while we are going to probably talk a little bit about late to end game stuff as well, just because it kind of applies here when talking about like the firsts, uh, we do want to keep it more of like a, the first time, I got my fighter torso. I wanted to slam my head through a concrete wall. <laughs> but did you have to do horrible. it? The fire? Did you have to do it with the mass world? Like you didn't do it. With friends? Oh yeah, baby. Yeah. I didn't have any fucking friends to do the fighter torso with. I had to fucking go to the mass world and play barbarian assault from like start to finish for like six and a half hours. Oh. And I was dying. It was so bad. <laughs> the last one I needed was Defender, which if you're going for your fighter torso while listening to this podcast, don't do Defender last. <laughs> Defender is the most difficult role if you don't know exactly what to do. Yeah. And at level one, Defender sucks. So don't save Defender till the end because every other role so much easier yeah if you go healer to understand what's happening in the game defender attacker collector 
you're on easy street. If I yeah. could do it again, that's the order I would do it in. Quite frankly, because I know how Barbarian Assault works, I would do Defender, Healer, Attacker, Collector. So it just gets easier and easier. <laughs> so you can ride those last 375 but You just put your eggs in the cannon and you just sit there and vibe. I argue... For a couple games, dude. I argue that Attacker would be a good one to do first. Attacker, then Defender, then Healer. Because Attacker really gets you at, like acclimated with okay i'm just dpsing and i'm watching what everybody else is doing and then you go into defender you're like okay well now i'm getting into the mechanics of it and then continue in that order healer and then collector collector I, I would only say i would only say healer because healer kind of gives you the introduction of like I need to kill this monster in a non-traditional way oh, like you need to poison the, yeah. the penance healers so, like, it's a non-traditional way to kill them. Already have to get used to that. You also have to get used to going to the machine to getting, to, like, get the items you need. Right. So, for, like, That's healer, true. you need the poison. For defender, you need the tofu. Uh, attacker is good, but a lot of people who are going for their fighter torso, like, when we go to get our, like, achievement diary rolls, or, like, we go help people get torsos, we're all pretty well off in the game. And, like, we take Elite Void, we take MSBs, we take you know, anguishes, pagasians, or we'll take like hella max melee gear and just make sure we have switches for all the different styles. But if you only have like a dragon scimitar and like rune and obsidian armor, attack kind of sucks later in the rounds because right. there's just so many enemies to go for. So attacker is far and away one of my favorite roles, but I also think it's a lot of a lot of pressure and a lot of not that you can't do it. You know, we'll, we'll never say that you can't do anything. You just might not be able to do it as well yet. Right. Sorry about that little pause there with the BRB screen. That was totally like un unintentional. Michael heard thunder. That's why when I was explaining Barbarian Assault, he was like, <gasps> like backing up through watching the YouTube version. So we stopped recording. We started recording again. So hopefully. If Michael loses power, we have the first 30 minutes of the episode. Yeah, we're not totally we can... losing it all. <laughs> yeah, worst case scenario, we'll just put it on Patreon if everything gets lost. Um, <laughs> which would make the September episode of Patreon super easy. But, yeah, we, uh, oh, baby. It's not that bad, but it, it could. there's potential that I could lose power because I don't trust the power grid at my house to survive, a, 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 a like, a, even just thunder outside so i think i think literally it's sunny right now but again i don't trust it because two out of the two last times at thunderstorm we lost power and i'm not playing that game again well then let's keep on keeping let's on. get this train going buddy keep boy. on keeping on <laughs> i my my biggest problem i have with the fighter torso when i first got it when i was doing my last waves i got to 374 points and i'm like all right this is my last round that's all i need and i finished the round with 374 points and i had to play another one and as i was in agony of like oh my god i have to do this again a player left my team and i had to start over again and find oh, no. a new team oh no I was th there's that's also a clip that's not on my twitch because of the dmca wipe that we had to do yeah but um i do have that clip somewhere like in my google drive or whatever the pain the agony yeah 
of trying to do of like having to do it again was so bad. I would never play Barbarian Assault by myself again. Like that not is, having like, a dedicated team. Not having a team of people I know literally never again. There are yeah. not a there are not a lot of things where I'm like I would never do that again. Like <laughs> I would never do Morning's End Part 2 again with 50 agility or whatever the bare minimum was, but like <laughs> whatever. If I I would never do Underground Pass again, period, but I'm going to have to at some point, yeah. right? But Barbarian Assault without a team Mm-mm, no thanks what's so funny Absolutely about that not. what's so funny about that is that was going to be my my like encouragement in this episode is if you don't have a team of people from the discord or like a group of friends still give it a try like it goes completely contradictory to what you're saying right now but like at least give it a try because having a fighter torso is definitely going to be an upgrade over a rune plate a dragon plate body obsidian plate like it can carry you through until you can afford a Bando's chestplate. And even after, like quite arguably yeah. of the items that we're going to, you know, we have been talking about the fighter's torso is, is number one or two. So give it a try at least on the mass worlds and just see if you get lucky. If you have to restart a couple games, you know, you went through the same experience as everybody did. But I do think that we should have, I think that in the TNL discord, we should have like a dedicated barbarian assault night and whoever shows up shows up and we just run barbarian assault until everybody's fingers are bleeding because there's so many people in TNL right now who Bro, do like a, are wanting do like a monthly BA grind. Yeah. That would actually be super yeah. fun because there's a, there's a good combination of people who need their fighter torso or need level five for the mm-hmm. diet. Yep. And I'm one of those people who needs, I think, I need like defender and healer are like my last two level fives mm-hmm. and I'm on level four for both of those roles. So like so I got to play maybe one game of each well with a good team and like we're cheering. I'd be down I'd easily get that. I down. have level five and I have my torso, but I'd still be down to go just for the pet roles, you know? So like there's always a reason if you really think about it to go to barbarian assault with your friends. It's very, very chill with your friends. It's chill. It's not chill when you have to have random people going, but Again, to that point, if we aren't on or somebody's not on to be able to go and you just want to grind it out, you can do it. You can do it. It's going to suck. You can do it. Yeah, I can do it. Speaking in, in that same vein of like, it sucks. Just period. It's not. It's definitely better. Void. Oh, my God. Oh. Void is. <laughs> so void for me, I didn't have a, a big issue with void because when I started the void grind, I was already. um Level 100? I was already combat level 100. Yeah, same. And I'm pretty certain I already had the Western Province's Elite Diary. Not the Elite Diary, the Hard Diary done. Okay. So you Um, were going for Elite Void straight off the bat. Yeah, I just pushed right for Elite Void. Um, Although I think I got Normal Void range because I wanted to do Vorkath better. Hmm. And then got sick of it and stopped. (laughs) And then was like, all right let's just get it done because i have to do i do like chompy birds or something got elite void eventually and then only had elite void range and was like all right sick that's awesome and then when we started going to tob they're like do you have elite void i'm like yeah but just range and there was like a three-day period where it was like tmd dark side and scape were just non-stop like oxy 
go get your elite void. I would be like mid pest control <laughs> games getting messages from them, like get your other two void helmets so we can go to TOB. Let's go. And I'm like, where do you oh, think I am? <laughs> I was going to void. Void's a lot more fun, I think, to get than a fighter torso. Yeah. Um, because I think the game is. It's very oh my god, dude! Nice, Jin one of the Iron Men in our clan just got his Dragon Warhammer. That's so hype. We gotta stop and GZ that shit. Hell yeah! Congratulations, Jin Lee. That's awesome. Congrats! Dude. I definitely typed that in the wrong. I wondered. I, I looked at that. It's like somebody received Dragon Warhammer thirty mil. I'm like, what? I didn't get a Dragon Warhammer. No, Jin Lee. Congrats. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. He said he got it on 2.6k shamans. Congratulations, I, I... my guy. That's sick. Uh, void is much better to go for, grind-wise. Yeah, it um, takes a little... Like, it takes longer, but... Oh, it takes a hell of a lot super longer. super chill. Like twice as long. You want to hear my strategy for, for the Void? Because I had to go back and get my Void Mage Helm recently. Yeah. And, okay, disclaimer. I did get my Elite Void and my regular Void on my account. It wasn't done for me, so I do remember that. But my strategy now is to just hang out on that middle platform with the the void the whatever the person and just kill like the abyssal demon spawn i don't know are they they're not abyssal demons but they look like them there's sprinters it starts with an s they've got all sorts of they've got a bunch of different like enemy classes that do various things um some attack the barriers some blow up and do area of effect damage some are like tanks uh it's kind of like the best I can compare it to is like almost like a Left 4 Dead style enemy structure where all the different enemies have a bunch of different niche uses and you have to go about them kind of differently. But again, all of them can be killed with a whip. Yep. Easy. That's the way <laughs> I see it. All of them can be killed with a whip, a blowpipe, or a trident. Doesn't matter. I am a portal attacker myself. I camp the portals and I kill everything that comes out. Hmm. Um, that's how I've always done it. But yeah, void. <sighs> Void's a tough one because for me, I cannot imagine doing void below 100 combat because <laughs> so the way it scales, you get three points, four points, and five points for beginner, um, expert, and then like veteran mm -hmm. is the hundred combat bracket, respectively. Uh. Going from five points to three points, staggeringly different. It takes, like, I think, I want to say full void with all the helmets at the 100 combat bracket takes, like, eight hours. And then on the, the beginner bracket, it takes, like, 12 to 14 hours. Ooh, almost double. Just playing pet <laughs> control. Yeah. So the higher the combat level, the better. Mm -hmm. But again, it's not to discourage people from going to pest control. I am, without a doubt, an elitist at this point. It's it's just the truth. I have become an elitist of this game. Or I'm a baby elitist. <laughs> I won't go back to pest control below 100 combat. I, I don't need to. The only reason I'll go back to pest control is to buy the mace so I can complete the collection log. And that's only 100 points. So I just got to play like 25 real quick games of pest control. And I'm done there forever. Like, I ain't ever going back. Unless I want to do, like, a full rebuild. But I don't think I'd ever want to get rid of untradables. Yeah. There's really nothing else you need once you have all the helmets, Elite Void. Unless you're an Iron Man, 
or like an ultimate Iron Man, you're going there for prayer training. But no, <laughs> you don't need anything else besides that. I will say, I just looked it up. If you're wondering like, okay, how am I going to get to 100 combat? Like, what's it going to take? I th- based on this Reddit post, it's about base 80s in your combats. So if you're, if you're getting close, it might not be a bad idea. Just go straight 80s all the way down and then you'll be around 100 combat, if not 100 combat. And that's worth it. Because mm-hmm. Oxy's right. You could spend... <laughs> I mean, we're talking about the difference of like three hours, right? You're going to spend a lot more time getting base 80s but it, for future, like for future content, you know, you might want to, you might want to just get hunter combat just to, just to make it easier on yourself. Also, the way it feels is much different too. Because yes, it's gonna take you longer to get level one hundred combat than it will to get a fighter torso on the level one or level two boat. Hundred percent. You mean if void? you play pass control? Uh, yeah. Is that what I say? Fighter you torso. Said fighter torso. <laughs> yeah, I meant I meant void. I meant void. If you play pest control for 14 hours and that's all you do, you're going to hate it. Yep. But it's going to space be... out that combat training in Slayer, in quests, in Nightmare Zone to get your imbues. Like, ooh, that's good. Speaking of imbues, we didn't talk about Nightmare Zone at all the last time we did one of these. I'm going oh, the wrong yeah. way for runecrafting again. We didn't talk about Nightmare Zone at all. And Nightmare Zone is the most AFK combat training, not in the game, maybe, but it's damn near the most AFK combat training in the game. And it actually has a learning curve, which right. is weird. I do remember getting a bunch of Nightmare Zone in just for like imbues, but also before I learned that Slayer is the best way to train your combats, I was a Nightmare Zone prod. I'm not going to lie. I think I got like at least base eighties, if not close to nineties, in the nightmare zone. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with training combat at nightmare zone. Like, there's literally nothing wrong with that. The imbues are great because you'll use the nightmare zone points for everything. You'll imbue items with them. You will uh, buy herb boxes to make you money. You'll get scrolls of redirection for God Wars dungeon. You'll show up out of nowhere and say "sup, bitches" at the dense essence altar. When there's like 90 people here, mm-hmm. Michael woke up and chose chaos today. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> we're, uh. we're, we're just vibing. You can imbue Slayer Helmet. The, the imbued Slayer Helm's the biggest one, I think. Without a doubt, the imbued Slayer Helm is the best. I think it's cost like 1.2 million points. You can imbue rings. Berserker Ring, Ring of Suffering are the two big ones. There's also Archer Ring. But any ring that's like a, not like a Ring of Wealth, but like, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. They can all be imbued. Even like Ring of the Gods and all that. Uh, the Salve Amulet, you can imbue a Salve to get it from a Salve E to a Salve EI, which carries the effect over for Undead Monsters into Range and Mage as well. I think it increases the damage a little bit. I'm not entirely sure. Once again, I'm not going to fact check myself, but get the blue salve amulet and it's a permanent upgrade. Um, it's very nice. Permanent for that one. You can get more salve amulets and you will, when you get into theater of blood, get more normal salve E amulets, mm-hmm. but you won't imbue those. Um, Nightmare Zone is good, but Nightmare Zone has a learning curve because you can't just put every quest boss in because a lot of the quest bosses have st- stupid combat mechanics that make it not afk right 
you also have to learn how absorption potions work and how the overloads within Nightmare Zone work. They're pretty pog. Um, pretty pog. I've got to say, like, the mechanics of Nightmare Zone is such that they have this thing, like, honestly, just mentioned, absorption. Essentially, one absorption dose equals one hit point. So if you can get yourself all the way down, no? One absorption, one absorption dose gets you 50 absorption points, which are equal to one hit point. Okay. So every potion is 200 hit points. Gotcha. And not, not four hit it's points. It's been a long time since I've done Nightmare Zone. Okay. <laughs> the concept is, is the same is what I'm trying you to say. You were on the right, you were on, on the, the right, right track. track. So, this is when we fact check each other and not ourselves. Yeah, I yeah. got you, boo. I got you. So the points equal one hit point. So if you have a thousand absorption points, essentially you just have a thousand HP to use. And that can be whether somebody hits you a one or they hit you a, a 20. If they hit you a 20, it's going to take 20 off. So if you only have one hit point, they're only going to hit you for a one. I, it's been a long time. But essentially the way it works is you can get your hit points down to a point where they can only hit you for one hit point, thus only taking one point off of your absorption. I think I butchered yeah, the heck can... out of that. <laughs> no, you were, you were correct. Uh, but yeah, I think you actually were correct. Literally, you just like, you either use a locator orb or you use a dwarven rock cake. You reduce your hit points down to one. When you have absorptions, to get absorptions, you'll need to go in with some prayer potions and kill some monsters and then use the points you get to buy absorption potions and overload potions, but you buy individual doses. If you drop your hit points to one within Nightmare Zone, I if I'm going to AFK, I bring like 10 or 12 absorption potions and I just drink every single one of them before it starts. <laughs> like I'll I'll get my HP super low, I'll drink every single potion I have and then just camp there for like 2000 points of damage and just do nothing. And that it, it's just real nice to be able to hang out. Overloads um they work like a divine super combat, divine range and a divine magic potion. Uh the effects last for five minutes, and even if your stats get reduced, they will bump back up mm. uh, automatically. That's how overloads work in raids. That's how overloads work in Nightmare Zone. And they allow you just to deal extra damage to things, which is very nice. I only take like one or two overloads when I go in, because I just hate sitting in there for hours at a time. Um, but it's it's definitely worth it to go and get a grip, like, you know, get in there with some melee gear and protect from melee or whatever and go kill monsters in nightmare zone to get some points the quest boss list yeah i was gonna ask you know the list offhand or did you gonna look it up offhand hell no <laughs> because there's like 50 bosses but i have a list somewhere that i will put uh maybe i'll make like a gyazo or an imgur link or something mm -hmm. and we'll put that in the description um this week because this is assuming you have a quest cave mind you and you've kept killed every boss in the game to be able to do this with that's the assumption well isn't that. there an efficient list of like the the quest bosses that you have to have and you could just go and do those quests i i'm sure there is but i don't have that offhand okay so you can find that on the wiki google it sick. google it because um, there's an efficient list and if you just want to go out and actually just do those quests it would make nightmare zone way more efficient to where you know, take a couple hours versus like many, many, many hours just 
going randomly like, oh, uh, King Roland sounds great. <laughs> Let's put him in there. King Roll is one of the he best one ones because he, scre- <laughs> he screams at you and he's super he's super AFK. I love killing King Roll. Um, but uh, yeah, I would again look up a look up a guide. There are several good video guides for Nightmare Zone. We're not here to talk specifically about mini games, but again, imbuing your Slayer helmet is so good. Why is it good, Oxy? The, uh, you get the fifteen percent accuracy and damage boost that you would get with a Slayer helmet or a black mask for melee but it carries over to range and magic as well there you go so you can wear your slayer helmet when have the damage boost with uh, a cannon with a blowpipe when you're barraging enemies when you're using a trident against enemies it also works against bosses so when you get a jad task to bring it back to what we were saying you can wear a slayer helmet and have a damage boost against jad heck yeah which is huge um Always, always big. You have to have a fire cape in order to get a Slayer task. Same thing with the Inferno. You have to have an Inferno cape to get a Slayer task. But I don't think you do, because that's yes, you do. That's you need an Inferno cape to get a Slayer task. No, you need an Inferno cape, but you don't need a fire cape to get a Jad task. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Because you just get Tazar and you unlock it, and then you can choose to go to Jad. I mean, I thought you needed a fire cape to be able to do Jad. I mean, I could be mistaken. If you don't have a fire cape, I feel like that's way too OP to be able to unlock jad on task for the first time but <laughs> i don't know we're looking it up hold on fact checking ourselves yeah no you can you can get a jad task without you just have to unlock tazars and you'll have the option to kill jad instead of the tazars it'll ask if you want to switch it to tiz talk jad so if you're struggling with trying to get your first cape do some slayer get a Get a jab task and then try it then. And maybe that extra damage boost will help you uh, in the end. Because you can DPF him faster. I genuinely didn't know that. Oh my god. If you can get a jab task, that'll make your life so much easier with the abused Slayer Helm. Yep. Yep. That's our spiel about Nightmare Zone because <laughs> that's kind of like an untradeable upgrade that we didn't really talk about. I mean, as far as other upgrades, like Defenders... It's been just funny to watch everyone in Discord be like, I've killed 700 Cyclopses. Where's my adamant <laughs> defender? Not laughing at like you. We're laughing with you. Uh, Yeah, it's truly just RNG with the uh, with the defenders, but it's fun. And then, God, what Sorry, else? Jordy. Jordy said he feels attacked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jordy's hanging out with us in the recording booth, and he said, I kind of feel attacked. Take me 2K tokens to get the Mithril one. Ooh. Oh my god, two thousand. But didn't you get okay, when I got, for the rest of them? When I got when I got my defender, uh, if you're going for your defender, buy armor sets. Buy a adamant or rune armor set and use that to get warrior tokens because you get like 30 or 40 per armor set kill. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that, so I used the defense minigame where you like sit with a shield and like move one way or another. Oh yeah, cuz there's different and I got levels individual of the tokens. Oh gosh. Oh, I got individual see? tokens like that for my entire oh, defender grind. I had a dragon defender. It wasn't until leagues 2 that I knew you got more points from more tokens. More tokens or whatever they're called from the from the armor sets. Don't be like, I was like, guys, please. I was in Discord with Darkseid and TMD. I'm like, bro, this sucks. I have to do this Defender 
grind all over again to like just get tokens it's easy i'm like i have like 19 tokens they're like we have 400 what's taking you so long i'm like how they had had full sets of adam and armor and it spent the same time i had had yep. killing the armor sets over and over and over again <laughs> kill the armor sets don't do the defense mini game the warriors guild kind of sucks for getting tokens for your defender yeah other than other than I cannot the stress the armor, armor sets i cannot stress the armor sets enough <laughs> pro tip oh my that. god pro tip don't use rune or adamant i think either black armor or mithril armor are the most efficient because if you're like me and you went right when you got 130 combined attack and strength you're pretty low level and unless you're like max combat rune is probably fine if you're max combat but the black and the mithril their hp oh, is such that yeah yeah um their hp is so low that you kill it pretty quick it's more tokens per hour essentially because they have low health but they also have a pretty good token output you're just going to kill it slower if you go with adam and a rune you get more tokens you just kill it slower mm-hmm. so it's going to even out but yeah black or uh mithril but don't do the defense minigame please do maybe go and do it just to say you you've done it because i've never done it but i know it's a thing you just go up up and down on the levels like the basement is where the the cyclopses are but if you go up more and more levels there's other things you can do <laughs> poor oxy but, uh, poor oxy don't do the defense mini game play this game with friends jesus christ yeah. don't do the defense mini game look up the wiki i i'm having a hard time knowing how long we've been recording so we may need to wrap this section up. Any last thoughts? The, the other thing that I wanted to get to in this, like in our discussion was talking about bosses, but um, if you have your untradables, great. If you don't go and get them because there's totally, totally it's, it just changed the way that you play the game. You'll, you'll feel more confident number one, and you'll have a lot more content unlocked for you. So I guess I'll just go through the the quick list of low level Don't. bosses because we get asked a lot of time. Like we get asked all the time, what is a boss that I can kill? Here's my stats. So Barrows, great, great option. Barrows is so so much fun. And it's very easy to learn. You have two styles that you're gonna use, and you basically just run around and um kill the Barrows brothers, and then you loot the chest. And you can get really lucky. Like Correct me if I'm wrong, Oxy, but like the most expensive item that you can get is like a couple mil, one or two mil. Yeah, I think Carol's leather top is well over a couple mil. So like it's it's real good. You could essentially early game double your bank if if that's what you're into. So and it doesn't take too much gear to to do it. You can do it with like a fire staff. Um, you could do it with a, a crossbow or a short bow. I'll link the video in uh, <laughs> that I made. I'll link my poor man's guide to bossing video with Barrows that shows you how to do Barrows in like a dirt cheap setup with like fire strike and green Shameless. dehyde. So like anyone can do it. Shameless plug. Yep. Um, yeah, of course it's a shameless plug. It's my show. <laughs> no, it's not shameless it's at shameless that point. Plug. It's just a plug. Yeah. The other ones that I had written down were Sirachness. I accidentally clicked on the wrong voice chat and disconnected myself while Michael was mid-sentence. <laughs> I am so good at this podcasting thing. You guys have no idea. I went to go click on the recording booth chat and that's how clicked I just like... <laughs> okay, so... 
Uh, the other one that I had written down was Seracnus, um, which is a spider boss located in the Forthos dungeon. Very easy to kill, by the way. We had a, a shout out to Opal. We had Opal, who is almost no bossing experience. Our last bingo that we did, she's like, what can I do? Like, what tile can I focus on? I'm like, I could teach you Seracnus. She got it down within like three or four kills. She was soloing it. It's very easy, and the cost of equipment is also really cheap. You can buy a Seracnus cudgel for like three or four hundred k, and it's best in slot besides a bludgeon or a scythe. So, if, as long as you have a good crush weapon, Seracnus is pretty easy. It's not hard to prey against. Very minimal, so it's a good mid-level boss. And then the last one was kind of a weird one, but Giant Mole is also not that hard to kill if you can afford Darox. And you're confident that, you know, you can watch your prayers. Um, you can Darok it pretty easily. And uh, it's a lot of fun. If you can't afford Daroks, you'll never believe this. There's another poor man's guide to bossing video made by me about Giant Mole. And if you want to see the worst display of player versus monster on YouTube, we're going to link that in the description yeah. too. Because holy shit, it is, it's rough. <laughs> it is rough. Uh, Jordy's in chat. He's like, I can't wait to watch these videos. <laughs> Fun fact, it's Opal's birthday today. <gasps> Happy birthday, Happy queen. birthday, Opal. I watched her do a shoey shot while recording, <gasps> which just looked grim. Her name is King but... Opal in her Discord. So shout out to yeah, you, King. Well, King. King Opal. King Opal. <laughs> but that's all I wanted to say about bosses. We'll have another we'll episode. Expand a bit. Yeah. We'll expand a bit on bosses during the fun question section because I've just thought of a fun <laughs> question for you. <laughs> well, send us off. So, we're not doing the outro. I don't know why I prepped to do the outro. Oh. <laughs> Commercial time. See you guys later. <laughs> Folks, my name is Prospector Percy, and we're looking for some fine young adventurers who want to hone and grind their skills. Now, if this sounds like you, then you've got to come on down to Motherload Mine. Down here, we got everything you need to train up them gathering and artisan skills. We got hammers, we got pickaxes, we got dwarves, we got other adventurers, we got a bank, and we got some baby moles. We've even got Grandma! Howdy, Grandma! Howdy, Percy! You probably go come on down here looking for ores. Let me tell you, we got all sorts. We got coal, we got gold, we got mithril, we got adamantite, and even runite. And where do all them there ores come from? Say it with me, fellas. Pay dirt! That's right, folks. Them there walls are lined with pay dirt. Mine a bag full and toss them on the conveyor belt. Watch it go down the water. Say hi to the baby mole for me. Once it hits the sack, go mine some more. Load your painter down until the bag is full and fix that dang wheel. When your sack is all full and you're picking through them rocks, you might find some of them there gold nuggets. I'll take them off your hands for all sorts of goodies like bags of jams and bags for coal and bags for more pay dirt. I've even got some fancy mining clothes because who doesn't love a fishing fashion skate? Cart your way down to Felidor to the Muddleload Mine just next to the mining guild to make all your painter dreams come true. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that commercial because I know that I sure did. This is that point in the episode where we thank our patrons. We're going to do that. We're going to thank our patrons. So we have Hydraulic Monkey, Mac Ratinka Jones, Lord Jake, Pooper Cheeks, not a joke. That's actually the name on Patreon is Pooper Cheeks. Shout out to you. My Dad. Hi, Dad. Jordy, Rune Riot, Spartan Fire, and our most recent, you know him, you love him, Scape Caution. Thank you all for the support at all the various tiers, uh, KBD and Wise Old Man. If you hear B screaming in the background, it's because she's <laughs> mad that she didn't get a shout out, but she doesn't even pay rent, so she can't afford to support us on Patreon. Isn't that right, woman? <laughs> uh, I have a question. Since you just said my dad, does that him does it make him also my dad? It's um because he supports the Patreon? I <laughs> really wouldn't think so okay i think a little bit more go i'm hold on i'm not a father <laughs> so i don't entirely know but i would think a little bit more goes into it than just okay. pledging money per month well um mr oxy's dad if you're listening um can i be your son he's not listening he told us he doesn't listen <laughs> yeah he, i i know for a fact he doesn't <laughs> listen and if he does and he's like if he does listen he'd be like why does that other guy want to be my son? It doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, 100% be his response. Um, so in the last few weeks, we have mentioned a giveaway on, yeah. on this show yeah. that if you subscribe at the Patreon at even $1, uh, you'll be entered into an exclusive giveaway. Yeah. We were informed a few weeks back, as you sure, I'm sure you heard in the addendum of last week's episode, um, somebody messaged us on, I think, Instagram and was like, hey, love the show, love the idea for the giveaway. By the way, it might be considered RWT against uh, TOS for Old School RuneScape. So we have reached out to Mod Tyron. We have not heard anything back. We have not heard any confirmation. We haven't been able to find anything on the wiki that specifically says paying someone money to be entered into a RuneScape giveaway is strictly against TOS. It makes sense that it would be against TOS. Right, right. However, given my absolute favorite line about RWT, if it's in the spirit of friendship, it's okay. The classic cheeseburger for a Bandos Godsword like we ranted about a couple months ago. <laughs> um, I'm also not sure because... It's not it's for interpretation, right? Yeah, we don't know. That said, we're working on a solution because as much as we love you guys, we love our RuneScape accounts more, and we really would not want our IP addresses to get banned for giving away bombs. We just like we so, couldn't do this podcast anymore, and it's like it's yeah, not worth it at that point. We're we're looking for solutions. Michael and I have a few things in mind. You're still going to get your money's worth. Yeah. Somehow. But we don't know how exactly. Right. So uh, we promise it wasn't a ploy to get people to support. We appreciate everyone who has supported, even at the lowest tier. But we don't want to get banned. So we'll fill you in in a few weeks or next <laughs> week or whenever. 
when we have a solution. So Jmods, if you are listening to this podcast, uh, number one, why isn't Big Monkey in the game yet? Number two, please reach out to us on any platform. Yeah, and we'd love that. Confirm whether or not this is uh, actually considered against the rules. Jmods can only reach out to you via the in-game message system. So uh, bro, I don't give a shit up. if they send a carrier pigeon to my I'm house in the other side of the world. Just kidding. <laughs> I need to know. I don't want to get banned just for this. Kidding. I want to be nice to people and I want to play RuneScape. I don't want to get banned for putting those two together. For the love of God. Like, yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, well, now that that uh, housekeeping is out of the way, we have fun question. Fun question time. Oh, we can talk about our Patreon in a fun way. So if you do subscribe to the Patreon, there are a myriad of benefits. One of which is my favorite is the recording booth. So we have it open right now. Jordy's hanging out with us. So if you're subscribed at the Weiselman tier or higher, you have access to hang out with us while we record the episode. One other tier that I'm really fond of is Party Pete. And that's going to get you an extra episode every month. And we just recorded that extra episode for August last week. I listened to it. My wife listened to it. She had a lot of fun with it. And uh, we, I'm like, I'm really excited for that extra episode every month just to throw some extra content that may not even be RuneScape related. Like the last one that we did was just a game of Would You Rather for like an hour. So yeah, it's just real silly. So funny. Absolute tomfoolery. Yeah. If but... you, if you, yeah. So maybe you want to subscribe. Maybe you don't. But if you do, lots of cool benefits. And of course, joining the Discord to hang out with us is free. Always free. It's in the description below. It, it's time for a question that is, some would dare say, fun. Uh-huh. I, I thought of this one kind of on a whim earlier, and I feel like I have my answers to it um, because I had a whole 20 extra minutes. To think yeah, he didn't tell me, did. guys. No, not um, one lick of this question was told. Well... It's it's a fun question, but it's one of our favorites. It's a fun question, but it's more like a reminiscent fun question mm. than it is like a, you know, fuck, Mary kill, Zalra, Vorkath, <laughs> KVD. Uh, extra ep- shout out to the extra episode shout out to the extra and episode. the gnome child. What, Michael? Yes. Could you tell us? You can. I'll, I'll go first, so you think about Maybe it. Yeah, go first. Tell us about your three most memorable first boss kills yeah you go first <laughs> i fi- i figured i figured i would need to go first for this one um because again it, it's meant to be fun and it's meant to be you know i also kind of wanted to do this fun question because it opens up more of like a uh a window into how we used to be the mod team in tnl before we get into the fun question recently had a discussion about uh perception of players abilities uh we were talking about bingo teams which is still open to sign up for by the way um quick note on that even if you're not in tnl i mean sorry even if you're not in the clan chat of tnl and you're just in the discord please feel free to sign up like it's not it's not just people who are in the clan chat you can be just in the discord you can be a guest in the clan chat as long as you're within tnl it's open to you yeah, and they'll, we'll have made sure there's content for everyone, but mm-hmm. we're not going to give the board away just yet. Uh, anyways, we had a conversation about perception and like, or and perspective about people within the clan. Skate made a comment that like he does not feel he is like an elite tier, high level PVMer. Like he's good at PVM, but he's not like this end all be all. 
you know, Darth Vader in the hallway threat when it comes to player versus monster. And we both kind of had to tell him, like, to us, probably not, because we've watched you do all this stuff with us. Right. But to new people in the Discord who have, like, 1,200 total level, you're a psychopath who kills Fazani's Nightmare on his phone with an Inferno. <laughs> so, uh, this is meant to... <laughs> I don't want to say, like, we're on some sort of PVM high horse, but, like, as social figureheads from the podcast and, like, moderators who have, like, high total levels and things like that within the clan, it's kind of a window into, like, hey, remember when we sucked for real and we were, like, actually really bad at this game? Um, because we've all grown with each other. We don't really recognize it as much in each other. Mm -hmm. Not in, like, a fishing for compliments way, but, like, when you and the boys learn TOB together, it gives you a very different perspective on your team than if you were to see another team of people. When you and the boys all have scythes, TOB is just a thing that you do, even if you've learned it together. Right. If you throw, if you roll into Varus and Haza and Adam and Armor and you see four dudes in max melee with scythes, you're like, they're gods. That's just, that's what it is. They're, they're literal gods. But I would have to say my three, my three biggest... You know, now that my spiel as to why we're kind of talking about this yeah. one uh, is done. My three biggest, like I mentioned earlier, Jad was a big one. Jad was very, very emotional because I had failed so many times on stream. Um, I told you when I failed at like four o'clock in the morning, I was legitimately angry oh. like the next day. And like, I didn't know how to describe it. Like I was talking to my girlfriend at the time we were driving home, and I was just like, I feel so mad at myself because, like, I have let the viewers down Aww. in some way. That I had, like, streamed the whole thing on Twitch. And it was people who were, like, all had fire capes. So, like, they were in the position that I'm in now, where, like, they're watching people get their first cape. Mm -hmm. And it just felt like shit to constantly let people down. And like I said, it was horrifying when I got the notification that, like, you can't put these darts in this blowpipe, motherfucker. You are on your own. So, God, I really love that first Jad kill. Always just, mm, it's so good. After that, I think I'd have to say Zalra, which came shortly after my first Jad kill. Michael was there for my first Zalra kill. It was so, so frustrating. <laughs> we, we, like we talked about at the, at the, the first half of the episode, I took scuffed gear to show off what Zalra might look like at a lower level. I have 600 plus Zalra kills at this point, which isn't super impressive. People have thousands. I think Scape is approaching the 2k mark at Zalra. You know, I think Leo is approaching at least the thousand, if not more than that. Like, people have a ton of Zalra kills. It took me... I want to say 37 attempts to kill Zalra. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was like, like you hear stories about people like being nearly brought to tears at Zalra. It's a hundred percent true. Yeah. Zalra is the first frustrating encounter you will have yeah. in RuneScape. If you're a mid game player and you have not killed Zalra, I don't want to scare you away. That snake is the most difficult thing you're going to do. 
that snake is going to be the barrier between you and the Western Province's hard diary, possibly for a really long time. Yep. If you've never killed it before, if you're on a fresh Iron Man account and your main has a thousand Zalra, it's not going to be that hard. Right. It's going to be challenging, but it's not going to be impossible because you know how the boss works. If you don't know the rotations, the attacks, the fact that the blue phase does whatever the f- it wants and attacks you with magic and range just because it feels like yeah. it, you're going to have a shitty time. <laughs> I had a shitty time at Zalra. It was horrible. <laughs> I posted a clip of the first time I killed Zalra in Discord. It took me five and a half minutes the first time I killed it. Can I just and... interject here real quick? Oxy is yeah. so stubborn because this man is 36 attempts deep and he has people offering him Tebos, literally Tebos, like best in slot gear to get his first kill. And he's like, nope, I'm going in with a blowpipe. And I couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. So just take that into account. Maybe you have a friend that is like willing to lend you some good gear. Take the gear. Don't be like Oxy. Just like get it over with. Um, if if you're like me though, the reason I said no on the first kill is because I needed to get the first kill myself. Mm-hmm. I said no to a Tebow at Jad because I needed to get the first kill myself. I said no to a Scythe at Tob because I needed to get the first kill myself. Right. The second kill. Let me tell you, I was in them DMs <laughs> at Tebow. You got armadillo. You got a side. Oh my god! Once I got it done the first time, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'll take whatever you want to give me. I'll wear mole <laughs> slippers and gray chin chompas to whatever kill. I don't give a shit. Um, but that first Zora kill was like an absolute triumph. There was of, there was. People, oh my god! I'm into PVM now. There was people in his Discord making memes every single time he failed. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> we oh my god dude we might put some of the memes on instagram and some of them are oh, on yeah. my twitter too they're absolutely iconic there's a zalra emote in my personal discord because the people who were watching me at the time i had like just got gotten into tnl mm-hmm. and so some of the people who have been there for a while were watching me do it and they were like oh my god oxy please just do this everybody else had no idea what old school runescape was these were longtime friends i had made from like planet zoo jurassic world you know halo things like that and they had no idea what was going on they just knew that i was getting my ass kicked by this snake and it was amazing so there's a bunch of memes about it literally of the people who don't play runescape in my discord they know who zalra is right because of <laughs> what happened last summer with this snake they know who zora is is. and they know what bingo is (laughs) and they know what jad is yeah jad zora and bingo those are oxy's like three hundred percent it doesn't matter who you are in my discord if you're listening any of any of you has like the og vip rank if you've been if you've been around since jurassic world evolution and planet zoo were my mainline games to play you i guarantee you you know who jad and zora are yeah hundred (laughs) percent um my third one is is kind of tough because I I feel like there's so many that could surmount to the third one, and in reality, my third one is going to be Zuck. Oh, okay. It's going to be the. So you haven't one. reached your pinnacle of like top three. I haven't reached it yet, so filling in a third one right now feels kind of strange. Funny enough, I think my third one 
would probably be it's weird it was probably my first corp kill and i hate corp <laughs> you know this michael i despise the corporeal beast the first time i went i had like barely had any stats to wield anything mm -hmm. but i i had like 76 attack so i could wield everything and like we always say don't make money just have rich friends i had a rich friend who we talk about sometimes ralph who Offered me max gear. This is before I knew anybody in TNL. I borrowed max gear from Ralph and I went on a corp kill. But I also didn't have 84 construction, so I had to use his house <laughs> for corp trips. <laughs> and he and I did it for a couple of hours. And I think the first time I, I got the kill, I like out DPS'd him like naturally. Like I didn't accidentally do it. He didn't off the boss for me. Right. I actually just hit hard on a sea Halley and with my Zami spear. And that was like, oh my god, I just took down Corp. That's my KC, baby. Right. Let's go. Yeah. Like I was I was very excited to get that first kill because I, I should not have been at Corp when I was. Like I think Corp and Bandos we did in like the same week. And that was like my first God Wars dungeon experience as well was Bandos. Um where he was tanking and I was getting some of the kills, mm -hmm. but again, I had a whip and he was in like, I had a whip with like a fighter torso and like maybe, you know, Darox legs at this point. He was in max melee mm -hmm. with a DFS and a tent whip. So even as the tank, he was taking a lot of the kills, yeah. which is fair, but it was still super cool to get KCs on my own. So while I will say that those first, like, cause those, those are like big bosses, mm -hmm. like big group bosses. Um, well, those are probably my first three, like, biggest ones. The third one is going to be the Inferno. Yeah. When I start having nightmares about the Inferno, because I've actually heard that that's a thing. Like, a lot of, you know, I've been hanging out with Jamie and some of her high-level friends, like, in their streams. And they have, multiple people have said that the Inferno nightmares are real. Like, the Inferno will give you nightmares. Oh, gosh. I'm not looking forward to that. So, I, I am. I don't give a shit. Whatever. I took on Zolra in, in rag gear. I don't give whatever. Bring it, Zuck. So <laughs> those those are that's my little reminiscent fun question. Michael, what what have you got for us today? I, I've had a lot of time to think. <clears throat> and I don't know if it's in any particular order of a top three, but just like the three most memorable would be my first trip to Bandos. This was in twenty sixteen. 2015 maybe i don't remember but it's with the same guy who did my fire cape for me because again i had one friend that played this game and i know him in real life and i quite literally had to clear my schedule because i was that nervous i'm like the wife is not here i have no responsibilities i'm white knuckling my keyboard and mouse because i think bandos at that point is this like monstrosity that's that's like I had to spend, you know, 45 minutes killing goblins to get here. And I am so nervous. I, I think we did like three kills and I died. So I was like, I'm, no, I'm, I'm just done. I'm done. I, <laughs> but it was, it was quite literally the scariest thing that I had ever done in this game. I don't remember if I took a loan for the gear or if I had my newbie gear, but it wasn't much. I'll tell you that. And looking back, I'm like, I really wish for my personal growth in this game that i had just stuck it out like i really wish that back in those times when 
I got invited to do things like that, that I was just more confident because knowing what I know now, bandos is not that hard. When you have a group of four people killing bandos, you're probably fine. It's not that hard. Michael got up to go to the bathroom, did not log out, and forgot he was at bandos when he came back. And we were mid-kill. He's like, what's going on? Oh my god, he's back. And like, didn't even care. So for someone who was like, oh, I died after three kills, I don't want to go back. To literally like, on TikTok, not even <laughs> realizing the kills. boss is about to spawn. <laughs> we're like, Michael, put prey range up. He's like, why? We're like, the boss is back. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> Like transformation people is, is just like transformation <laughs> is real. Confidence really does come with Yes. Confidence comes with experience. So for me, 2015, 2016 was a hard time in my RuneScape career because like I just didn't have confidence to do any bosses. So that kind of segues into what I'm about to talk about, which is I've only really started bossing within the last year because I've met people who will take me and teach me. So if you look at my high scores, it's just like I don't have many boss KCs because it's not for lack of like trying. It's just, well, it's not for lack of skill. It's just lack of trying. So the second one that I can think of is my first nightmare KC, which was done with, I believe, Damien and Scape. We did it in a mass the, world. Th- that sounds like two people who would take literally anybody's yes. nightmare. So yeah, 100%. So I just remember uh, Scape. We're in VC. And Scape is l- quite literally calling out which prayer that you have to pray next because he's got game sounds on. He's like, range, range, mage, range, walk over there, kill that husk. Like, it was just an experience. I think I could go back to Nightmare now because this was probably last year sometime. I can't remember. It's around when it first came out. But I could go back to Nightmare now and be a lot more confident. But even then, I was nervous and I just gave up because I'm like, uh, what is my nightmare, Casey? Hold on, let me look this up. Just, just put it in the clan. Just send it. Just send okay. it in the clan chat. Out yourself in clan chat right now. What's your nightmare, Casey? Nightmare. Three KC. Three. Let's go. So I did three KC <laughs> and I gave up. So post me post max is going to be a lot more confident with bossing because that's definitely one of my goals is to get ranked in every single boss, just so that I can have that knowledge under my belt. So that's my number two. I would say my number three, and not and again, not in any particular order, but raids. I quite literally, again, had to clear my schedule to do raids because they took probably two to three hours. And this was back when they first came out, so people weren't super efficient with it. But even then, if you've ever ta- if you've ever done like a learner raid, half of the time you're just sitting there outside of Ulm explaining the mechanics. And that was what, oh my what that's what was happening is like, okay, so there's gonna be this phase. You're gonna you're gonna run over here, you're gonna avoid this. And again, I had to have somebody call out the prayers for me because I was too nervous to watch what was coming from Ulm. I was so focused on using magic to kill the hand that they they'd have to tell me, like, switch prayers, Michael, switch prayers, rage, rage. And that's probably why I died the most. But um yeah, those are the big three that I can think of. Again, there's probably going to be a lot more because I just don't have very much boss experience. A good honorable mention is Chaos Fanatic. This last wildy bingo that we did, first time I ever killed Chaos Fanatic. And um, I got close to f- like three or 400 KC 
over the course of like two days. So I did it quite a lot. And I'm a lot more confident in that. But I had Oxy send me a screenshot and then actually like I shared my screen and had him sit there with me and tell me the mechanics of the boss that only sends out poison attacks and you walk two tiles. Like that's how nervous I was to kill Chaos Fanatic. But he's like, dude, you got Chaos this. Fanatic you got is, this. is one of the simplest <laughs> bosses in the game. And you you thought I threw Michael right into the inferno. Yeah. Like he, he was like, Are you sure I could do this? He he's like, Are you sure I could do this? I'm like, Michael. <laughs> I'm like, you could do this. He's like, what do I bring? I'm like a crossbow. He's like, can I afford it? He has 400 mil. I'm like, yes, you can afford a crossbow. Yeah. But again, you don't have experience learning, regardless of what the boss is. The confidence is immense. Confidence. And like, Chaos Fanatic, even though it's... So the biggest problem with Chaos Fanatic is that it's in level 42. I think that's what scared me the most. Outside of the fact that it's in deep wilderness, the only mechanic that Chaos Fanatic has, I just ran by a guy at this altar right now who has rainbow graceful. Is it dicers? one of every different color. Oh my god, it is dicers. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta go tell him I love his content. I was like, this dude woke up and chose violence today. What the hell? (laughs) Hold on real quick. Yeah, Scape, Scape was runecrafting, and, and he's like, oh, Dicers is here, and he's got Rainbow Graceful. Like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> All right, I just said love your content. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run away. Run away! Because I just said that that would freak me the hell out if People anyone recognized you. stopped me in game. <laughs> but literally, I was just going to be like, oh, this dude woke up and chose violence with Rainbow Graceful. <laughs> Dicers, if you listen to the podcast. What's up, dude? Up. Um, <laughs> we love runecrafting, but, too. Well, that's a strong word, but... I wouldn't be here if I didn't love yeah. it. I am. <laughs> That's your thumbnail picture this week, hundred percent. I don't care if there's a microphone in it. It's got to be your picture. Um, I I imagine for you specifically, your first corrupted gauntlet, Casey, is gonna be a big deal. Oh, I mean, when you get that when you get that red cape, you're gonna be shitting yourself. My first when regular you get that first corrupt. My first regular con like gauntlet kill has been was pretty i'm only 2kc gauntlet so my first regular one was pretty fun so i can't imagine the like the accomplishment i'm gonna feel getting that cape and getting my 1kc hun lift it's gonna be so fun (laughs) yeah and that's another big thing with with these bosses the feeling of accomplishment is very memorable drops are nice pets are nice but honestly a big motivation for like getting something done is going to be that sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Like when I completed my first TOB in the main game, we didn't just complete it. I got my music cape because the last track I needed was the curtain closes, which only plays in the reward room of TOB. Now, mind you, you can get that. You can get that for free by spectating a TOB. Yeah. So you don't need to complete it, but you know me, if I don't do it myself, it doesn't matter. And we had already been pushing through Tob as it is. You know, just sort of grinding our way through all the different encounters. And when we finally got that first KC, it was a sense of accomplishment of like, first of all, eat my whole dick version. <laughs> and second of all, we got a music cape, baby. Like, that was huge. My first TOB. Um, TOB makes me want to eat glass now. So it's not one of my top three. <laughs> But not memorable. The sense of accomplishment is is awesome. 
so we got a it's memorable but. lord jake in the in the recording booth chat said getting agility pet before graceful is more memorable than getting 76 for zor shortcut <laughs> i'd say so Bro, any skill any low level skilling pet is always like what <laughs> why like, what what <laughs> this it happened to me in leagues twice i got like i think i got a sub 60 rune crafting pet and a sub 60 thieving pet in leagues and then adjust the drop rates for pets especially not skilling pets so undeserved af undeserved af was undeserved af i told uh this is unrelated to this to the fun question but i did tell scape that i don't think i'm going to do leagues and that may change at this point but i really want to max and i don't think i want to play another account that's just going to have it's a it's progress wiped when i could be doing that on my main but there is a chance oxy to close your mouth there's a chance <laughs> oxy's jaw is on the ground right now there's a chance that i may be able to multi log and so i'll do that if i can play my main and have my iron man going i'll try that but i it didn't work for me last week so i I got like a week into it and just stopped. We'll see. Michael in the last league was hysterical. He for weeks was like, "Boys, Dragon I'm Cup. getting Max Cape and League. Max Cape, Dragon, Dragon Cup. Cup. <laughs> I'm getting the Max Cape and League." We're like, "Hell yeah, baby!" He's watching videos. He is strategizing. Michael was ready for Trailblazer League the day Trailblazer League dropped. He's like, "I feel like ass. I'm so sick." Right so now. demotivating, like, dude. dude. And it was, and it was like during the peak of quarantine. So we're like, "Go take a nap." Yeah, like just go sleep for a while. Like leagues will still be here when you get back. So Michael wasn't there for like the flurry of like starting leagues too. And it killed him. Yep. He got online at 11 a.m. and he's like, what's the point? What am I doing in leagues? We're Everybody's like, already got like... <laughs> Everyone else in VC, we're on like a, a dopamine high. We're like, look at this XP, baby! <laughs> Michael's like, this game sucks. Dude. Everybody's got like all bed. their relics and they've got other areas unlocked already and I'm just like... Feel so sick. My, Mike Michael was over it. He did not give a shit about leagues when it when it my, when it came out. Unfortunately, my twenty four hour stream. I did play leagues almost the entire twenty four hours though. So I did play. It was just not. It wasn't the the experience I thought I was going to have because I quite literally mm. took three or four days off for leagues. I took time off work for when leagues first started and just like think about you're in a race. Like you're about to start a race. It's three, two, one, go. And you break your ankle right when they say go. That's how I felt. So demotivated. It was a bit of a bit of a motivation <laughs> for sure. But this has been another unique and I always like talking about my experiences with Boston. Mm -hmm. Fun question. Um if we have access to any of the clips, like if we can get them in linked form, we'll put some of the clips we talked about in uh in the description. If not sorry we'll put the youtube links we'll put the link to this week's uh admittedly unexciting game update we'll also put links to everything that you will need for anything down in the description notably our social media and our our patreon yeah um what's the link for the, in patreon? the description what's the url patreon.com forward slash xp waste yeah. if it's anything different we've done something wrong. <laughs> My allergies are trying to execute me here live on the internet. XP waste, code XP waste uh, for Beanie's Customs. Get a hat. 
It's almost fall. It may as well be Halloween season because it's currently <laughs> September 5th. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Scape, on 99 Runecrafting. Happy birthday, Opal. Uh, she turned 73 today, as per the candles on her birthday cake. Um, That's a RuneScape number. Oh my god, is it really? I never ran into Wow. Oh, wow. Any, anything else? I, I miss something literally every week. No, I think you got it. Social's in the description. Right. Check out the description. Sick. If you don't have access to our description, message us on socials and we'll give you those links quite personally. You should have access to that. I don't know what people need, man. Like and subscribe more. <laughs> Patreon is like a little added. Woo! Woo! But like, hey. All right. that That's about all i have because I, I i need to go home bless you uh, <laughs> blow your nose i need to go home and blow my nose all right dude. Uh, gamers all right we'll see you next wednesday peace out xp wasters <laughs>